At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, living the dream, but watching the nightmare here on the Fox Sports Radio Network. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rig quote. Well, normally here on a Saturday, uh, we would focus totally on the sports world, uh, and we will continue to do so. We have huge news out of the NBA that we're going to try to sort this whole thing out as far as the NBA is concerned. But, Katina, before we even get to that, uh, the protest that exploded into violence, vandalism, all kinds of craziness around this country uh, last night. I want to get your thoughts. I mean, you know, I I will say this just shortly in in my opinion here. Um, The people that are perpetrating crimes, breaking into stores, looting the place, these are not protesters those are just flat-out criminals. The protesters have every right to be out there and outraged about an outrageous situation uh, about the murder of an innocent man. But as far as this criminal behavior, and I thought the mayor of Atlanta, she spoke out and was extremely distraught about what was going on in her city. 
reminding everyone that this kind of violence in Atlanta didn't even happen when Martin Luther King was assassinated. So um, this is just spiraling out of control. And then we hear that uh, many of the people arrested in Minneapolis weren't even residents of that city. So where are they coming from? What is their purpose of being part of these so-called protests when essentially they have an agenda to break into businesses, loot the place, set cars on fire and everything else? So that's that's where I stand on this. It's very frustrating to me. And it, it sort of strikes home. The College Football Hall of Fame, I have friends there. I was just there uh, in Atlanta in October doing a little research project, smashed out the windows, looted the gift store there in Atlanta right there in Marietta. I was just there a few months ago, uh, that beautiful Centennial Park area, the CNM building, you know, the the, the the football stadiums all in that area, beautiful part of uh, a redeveloped downtown Atlanta. So, I mean, that's that's where I stand on this, Katina. What what are your observations here? We got the mic going the wrong direction. Uh, which uh, what are your observations on this? Well, I mean, listen, we we focusing on the wrong thing. Okay, so it's 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 like me looking at you, Steve. Uh, you're a white man. I'm a black man. Right. So does that mean because you're inside a, a bundle of all bl- white men, does that mean that maybe some of them are racist? Does that mean you're racist? Right. So yeah, they are. There's things. There are people that are opportunist. Right. So I think what we really have to really focus on, which uh, the other day I posted on Instagram, I was crying because it's a lot of different things. And I'll explain that later. But I think what we really have to focus on is it's not about you. It's not about the looting. It's not about none of that. Right. It's not about this one isolated event. It's about so many different things that since Martin Luther King and before him was talking about that's still going on to this day. You're 60 something years old. I'm 40 something years old. These things still happen. So why are they happening? One, two is. It's not for the black community to sit up, stand up, and walk the streets. It's for the white community to do it as well because they are the majority. Now, it's not enough to be not racist. We need to be anti-racist people, right? So you're my brother. You mentor me in this, and, and hopefully I'll have a long career in this, right? So I cried on I cried on Instagram, not for me, Katino Mobley, because a cop may stop me. I say my name, look at my thing, this, that, whatever. I should be okay majority of the time it's for men like you where you see it might be a black guy walking down the street that having a bad day he might think that you're racist just because you look white one of my best friends in new york she's a white woman she's jewish she'd be walking with her son they may think she's something else just because she's white because of what they put on this tv so we're sitting here going against all this other stuff and we're we it's like the art of war we have to focus we have to really focus. We have to really understand what's really going on. Because what we're looking at is, yeah, there are protesters. Yeah. There were also people who were walking those streets back 40, 50, 60 years ago that wasn't looting and was getting their behind kicked by cops. Are all cops bad? No, they're not. But if it's 10 bad cops and it's 1,000 good cops, those 1,000 good cops should be telling those 10 bad cops, turning them in. Or guess what? It's 1,010 bad cops. That's how this works. So when I cry, I don't cry just for Steve. I don't cry just for Susie. I cry for my godsons that are 21 black boys. They don't, they, these cops don't care about what, if they riding down the street and something may happen. These cops may have a bad day. I cry for, you know, my, my, my son who's 20, for my daughter. I cry for those type of people because guess what? You're not me. You're not LeBron James. Right. You're not Tom Brady, the Tom Brady's and all those guys of the world. They should be stepping up. Just like this lady said on Instagram, you worried about somebody breaking into Target 
Target's corporate, Target CEOs, all these different type of people should be walking those streets with these people. Now, we c- there is no blueprint on how you're supposed to uh, act with, when you aggressed. That's like a, a, a vet, a vet coming from the war, a PTSD. So when he's coming back home and he has all this madness that's going on, but he has nightmares with inside his brain because he's going to war for us in America. The same thing happened in these black neighborhoods all day long. These people have PTSD as well. They have nightmares. They're walking in stores when they're not stealing nothing, but then when they go out the store, they feel guilty. Like, did I put something in my pocket? Or what if this beeper go off? Something may happen to me. While I'm driving down the street, you don't have to worry about that. There's a lot of cats that have to worry about that. Right? Where you have these so-called quote-unquote Karens that's making all these false accusations about uh, a guy walking in the park or looking at birds or jogging and all these different things. This is not one isolated event. And as a people, because... I'm not one race, whereas though I'm just black. I'm a human. Right. This is a human race. So we, as a, as a people, as a whole, we're, we're more stronger in numbers. And then you have the Chappettos of the world just pulling the strings to Pinocchio and letting all of us fight against each other for whatever reason it is. But you can't control another person's anger. You can't tell me I, I shouldn't act like this. That's just the way you act. Just the way in basketball, football, the way you, uh, you're different from Colin Hur, Colin Hur is different from Jason Whitlock, Jason Whitlock is different from Marcellus Wally, and the way you deliver your message. That's just how, how life is. But what we have to understand is that yourself, myself, people with a platform have to go and say, you know what, forget the looting, forget the breaking of all this stuff because those people have insurance. Let's get to the point. Of George, let's get to the point of the Michaels of the world. Let's get to the point of all that. Well, and and that's exactly my point. Now, April 29th, ninety two. April 29th, nineteen ninety two. Mm-hmm. Right here in the city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That day began, and I was doing my radio show out out at Hollywood Park. Mm-hmm. And we knew that the verdict was going to come down on the trial of the four police officers accused of the beating of Rodney King. We and knew the, that- the coincidence of that. For how many police officers was this? There you go. So those four police officers, the verdict was expected to be guilty. I mean, it was it was very much like what we would later later uh, have the situation with OJ. OJ was after that. So anyway, we fully expected that day that the verdict was going to come down guilty because of the video, which was unprecedented at the time. People Mm -hmm. have no idea that Mm -hmm. Rodney King video was the first of its kind Mm -hmm. where we actually saw it. And it was clear. A defenseless man being beaten by several police officers. Mm-hmm. So as I was doing my radio show from Hollywood Park, and my producer and I had planned to go to the Dodger game after we were how finished were our you? show. How old were you then? I was 30, almost 34. And how did you feel, like, before you continue, how did you feel at 34 years old? At 34 years old, obviously, I'd, I'd seen plenty, but I, I, what I didn't expect, I knew this. When the verdict came down not guilty, Mm -hmm. I knew instantly, before anything had started to disrupt here in Los Mm -hmm, Angeles, mm -hmm. this was going to be bad. This was already going to be bad. How did you feel, Steve? How did you feel? I I felt. Here's the thing about being a white man in the sports world. Mm -hmm. So I have been around predominantly African American athletes my entire life, Mm -hmm. it's the world I live in. Mm -hmm. I remember my father, who, God rest his soul, passed away a couple of years ago, 
was old school, mm-hmm. right? He had not been exposed to the African-American culture at all. Mm-hmm. I remember he would watch me uh, doing television sometimes, and I'd be sitting with maybe a, a black anchor or black athlete, and he would say, you know, you're like the only white guy on the screen. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm not thinking in terms of that. I mm-hmm. don't think about, you know, as a sports person, I'm raised by what team do you play for? Right. Are you a Laker? Are you a Celtic? Are, you know, that's the way I looked. I wasn't right. – I didn't think in terms of race. Right. I really did not because being in the sports world, that's not the way we view things generally. Mm-hmm. We just sort of look at teams or sports and who's good and who's not good. Mm-hmm. But that day – that day, after we finished our show, the verdict had come down and we headed to Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. And when we got to Dodger Stadium on that April 29th, 1992, we had cameras inside the press box. Mm-hmm. And the local news was covering as things were beginning to break out in downtown L.A., not far from where we were. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at my producer. We had no reason to be at the game other than just being at the game. I said, we better get out of here right now. Mm-hmm. And we left before the game. And the 110 freeway was shut down shortly thereafter. But how did you feel when that verdict came out? As a human being, I was how fearful. did you feel? I was in fear. You was in fear. Why, were, was, you in, why I, were you in fear? Because uh, fear of the unknown. Fear because I'm white and they might think that it's part of me or what? what well, fear? it just, it These was. People, people need to hear that. Well, that's my point is that it was the fear of the unknown of where we're going. This city was on shutdown for four days. Mm-hmm. We had four days of mm-hmm. complete unrest. Countless deaths, businesses destroyed. The mm-hmm. city was on fire. Mm-hmm. And I was living in the Santa Monica area. And, of course, so much of this was happening in the downtown area, Koreatown and that area like that. But you're like, is this going to explode to the entire city? So there was a fear factor. Was I fearful of being white? No. I, I was just fearful of what was happening to people in general in the area. I was I was just here in this city at the time mm-hmm. where for a couple of days there, we didn't know exactly where this was going. Um, so that, that, I mean, that has been my perspective on a lot of this. My frustration, again, with situations like we're seeing across the country over the last couple of days, certainly is not the protesting of the death of an innocent man, George Floyd. Uh, protests are absolutely a part of it. But so when, when I, I was when, in high school, okay, in yeah. '92, okay, so this is the this is the this is the the crazy thing about these things. In '92, this is happening in LA. I'm from Philadelphia, right? So, yeah, it happened, but we're far removed. Yes. So it's a lot of things that happen in this country that are we're far removed from. Did you, you have might... protests in Philadelphia no. during that period? No. This is my this is my point. At a teenager, yeah, I'm not even paying attention to it. That's why history repeats itself. So it had to come down to things like this where I educate my 20-year-old son, mm-hmm. my 21-year-old godsons, all black, okay? We have to start educating our youth so these things don't repeat itself. One. Two is it's not just about black people. This is about black people having white friends, Asian friends, because they everybody thinks that this whole uh, coronavirus is, is an Asian thing. And, you know, they were pegging Asians and the stereotype about that. And now this whole white cop and black guy and the, the, the anxiety that you have when you're walking down the street and the white cop is driving and, and, you know, and they have this brotherhood and this den of thieves type of thing. There's so many different mixed messages. There's so many different false flags that they put on this TV to ignite you. So when you're a teenager, you're not really paying attention to this. You're just along for the ride. 
But when you're 30-something years old, 40-something years old, 50 and 60, what you start to understand is life is super precious. Oh, yes. It's super precious. Well, I mean, I, I my feeling when I look back on it was we're, there's a war going on. I'm, suddenly, I'm, I'm on a battlefield. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if uh, you know, obviously I, ne- I never served in this country and I I salute every man and woman that's ever served. Oh my. I don't know. I mean, that's a different level. That's a different level when you put your life on the line like that. But suddenly, yeah, when you're in a in a war situation, there was curfews, everything was shut down at six o'clock in the evening. There were long lines because there was no gas. I mean, it was craziness for three or four days. So you know in this the city the of Los first time Angeles. They start writing. This is this has happened since the beginning of of the existence of, of America. Of course, it has. So, but I'm saying since it's protests the are the fiber of this country. Right, that's my point. This, so this there was country began back then on protests in Boston. Yes, from the this beginning of how, this time. This is this entire country is based on protests. That's my point. Violence, violence, stealing, protests. Yes, this 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 country was stole from. We're a very a we're things. a very violent country. There you go. We're vi- we, we're we, just a violent. We have been species. based on violence. It's the crazy thing about life. We have to come together, mm. right? We have to really come together. And just because I sit up in my house over here and you sit up in your house over there, yeah. as a group, I think we all should come together. The uh, All the guys that that have all these millions and millions of followers mm-hmm. that you can literally ignite and to help, yeah. right? You have to, like, it's, it's not so much as the looting. Okay, that is wrong. Okay, whatever it is. That man, what he did... Those men, what they stood by and let him do, just that, just that incident, all these different incidents that's going on. Why are we turning our neck? Why do we feel uncomfortable when it's time to speak about something like this? Like, oh, slavery's back in the day. So you think. When the family of George Floyd pleads with these protesters to stop the violence, what do you tell the family of George Floyd? That somehow you are dishonoring his memory with this unnecessary violence. What well, do you say well, to the family of George Floyd? Well, listen, it's it's not for me to to explain to them how another man should feel or how they should act. Now, there's been murders that where the murderer was confronted by the individuals. Uh, relative, whether it's a father or mother, what have you, and they forgave them. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm not that dude. If someone does something to my family, I will not sit and turn. We turn cheeks for I don't know how many years. And it, Martin Luther King passed away. I don't know how many years ago. He was he was protesting peacefully. Yes, he did. His beliefs were different from Malcolm X's beliefs. Both yes. of them got killed. Right. So now where do you go? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Now, I'm not telling people to go out there and do all bad stuff. No, I'm not. But when do you listen to people that are crying out and trying their best to do it the right way? So, you know, um, Chris uh, Kumo, mm-hmm. he said something amazing. Uh, if, if, if people can go onto his Instagram, he's speaking so profoundly about the systematic, the, the the situations, the whether it's drugs and alcohol in neighborhoods. And, and when you're sad, guess what? You're going to drink. You're going to smoke. You're going to do drugs. When mm-hmm. you're happy, you're going to drink. You're going to smoke. You're going to do drugs. 
But if it's easy access, you never you never confronting the problem. That's what's going on. Unemployment. You never confronting the problem where you go to a Bank of America and your 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 interest rate in your house is a little higher than your white friend. These these different these things happen in life. It's hard to live for a lot of people. It's hard for them out of 300 something million people. And just in this country alone, just in this country alone. And of course, all of this uh, violence, uh, we also have a pandemic. We have people that have been shut down out of their lives for the better part of more than two months right now. And oh, uh, on a much lighter note, trying to get our sports back. And all everything that's going on in this crazy country of ours, we're still trying to get our sports back. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're just going to get started Um and by the way, if you have any thoughts, you know, you can follow us on Twitter. You know that. You know where to find us. Um, but I want to get to the NBA. Uh, the NBA is very close, very, very close to giving us their game plan to finish their season. And there will be an end to this season. The question is, who's going to be invited to the party? We're going to tell you coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Steve Hartman, Catino Mobley on this Saturday. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, let's get back focused on our sports world for a second here. A diversion for many of you out there as well as us. The NBA will finally give us the definitive answer on how they will finish the season on Thursday. They're going to have a, a vote, Catino, NBA board, uh, as far as the restart plan, there are a number of scenarios on the table, but the one that seems to be getting the most ink, and I, I find this interesting as well, is the uh, power of Adam Silver as commissioner of the NBA. Basically, whatever he says goes. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, is that he has the trust of both the owners and the players which is unique. He is the only commissioner I know in any of our major team sports that can say that. So what they want to do is, or what he said his proposal is, instead of just taking the 16 teams, top eight teams in these top eight teams in the West, and just let's get on to the playoffs. And remember, now your rookie season, the 98-99 season with the Houston Rockets, only 50 games were played that year. 32 games were canceled. This season's already played more games than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've either played either 65 or 64 games. So the idea of legitimacy of the season is there have been more games played this year than there were in 99, all right? Mm-hmm. Personally, I, I would just like to get to the playoffs. There's a five-and-a-half game difference between the eight and nine seeds in the East, three-and-a-half game difference between the eight and nine seeds in the West. To me, that's enough. But apparently, they want to somehow sneak in some regular season games. So what they want to do is – I guess they did a little research. Like, if you're seven or 17 or 18 games left in the season, how many teams have come back from more than a four, five, or six-game deficit and come back and won a spot in the playoffs? So they determine that any team that is six games out or less right. of a playoff spot will survive, which would add six teams. Now, I don't know how they'll do this, Catino, because five of those six teams are in the West. <clears throat> It's a little tighter in the West than it is the East. They also want to do some regular season games before they actually get to a postseason. So this is the 22-team proposal. Eight teams will be left out, considered you're done. Your season was done. You had no chance of making the playoffs, so we're not going to give you So you just add three, you're having three and three through six. Yeah, but you six can't teams. do that because five of the teams are in the West. I don't know if you're going to do a play-in situation uh, again, I'm not sure how they would do this, but let, let's just get back to whether or not it's worth it to finish the regular season 
to give teams that had an outside chance of making the playoffs, or would it be a better idea to just go right to the playoffs, in your opinion? I'm thinking go right to the playoffs, right? I mean, listen, I can understand the the, uh, the economical situation that's going on. Like, you know, these the other teams, fans going to uh, buy into that, which, um, you know, uh, listen, those other six six teams – Right, right. Like those those. So in the cities, West, what you're talking about Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix. In the West, would still be given a chance, and the only team in the East that would be given a chance is the Wizards, who are sitting, by the way, at 24 and 40. Yeah, I would. Not I mean, is there really a reason I, to I'm have not, the Wizards? I'm not, first of all, I'm not letting the Wizards in at 24 wins. That we're not going to do that one. Well, every one of these teams has a losing record. I mean, the Blazers are 29 and 30. I mean, I just, I don't. I, I would let the Blazers in, and I would let New Orleans in. That's well, it. But you, you can't say New Orleans and not Sacramento. They have the same record. Yeah, but, I mean, listen, first and of all, the it's Spurs about, are a game, it's about money. Game behind them. It's about money, too. So, yeah. I mean, people are going, literally, what, what Zion and, 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 and um, Ball mm-hmm. Brother, yeah. you know, you're going to buy some tickets. Right, so it's it's about money, right? Recoup. Well, we don't know. There's not going to be anybody. There's no tickets to buy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to. I mean, do these something. games are going to be down in Orlando. Right, but I'm saying you're still going to tune in. They're going to have you right. tuning in. Yeah. Right. It 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 it, it gets you it right. gets you amused. All right. Well, we're just getting started on this. We got more on the other side here. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let's find out what's trending right now. David Gascon. Gasman. What's up, fellas? Oh my God. Crazy. It is. It's, uh, we're spiraling out of control again, which is this normal in this country. I know that there's a saying, and, and Steve, I don't know if you had exercised that too much, but correct me if I'm wrong, but they say never go to bed with your spouse yes. angry. Oh, I know that one, yeah. You know, I'm not married or anything like that, but uh, you yeah. know, watching what has been transpiring over the last few days, can't help but going to bed upset. Yeah. It's uh, it's unnerving. It's appalling, and and obviously it's uh, it's frustrating. As well, a, as I mean, country. I just I, I I get frustrated when I see these business people, many of them minority business people that have spent years and years and years building their businesses, and yeah. then overnight they're destroyed. And exactly what did they do wrong? Yeah. And by the way, they're sure. not all uh, insured. That was mentioned earlier. Uh, Gav? Uh, no, I'm. Yeah. I saw a story today about a man who put his life savings, a firefighter into a bar, a black business owner, and that was burned down. Yeah. No Luckily, a GoFundMe was started, and he will definitely recoup his money. Yeah. But very sad. I, again, if I've, I've spent decades building my business, what, what did I do wrong? Why am I being punished? That's... Well, I mean, and two is, guys, you got to really understand this, too, and I'm not saying there anybody's at fault with this, but when you see every single day things like this happening, what do you do as a person? Do you just put your head in the sand no. and just go about your business, and you just want your community to just keep uplifting you, but you're not uplifting your community? I don't think you burn your community down. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is there's bad things that happen in these neighborhoods, yeah. and all we do is keep our, keep your nose down, and as long as you come in here and make sure that my store, right, mm-hmm. that I can make money off of you, everything else doesn't matter to me until I destroy your store. Now, all of a sudden, you want to fight with us or you want to be upset with us. Mm. Like I said before, there is no blueprint when a person is angry. That's not how this works. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think that the one, the one pushback I might have, though, is, is you can only control yourself. I mean, it's... And, and the leaders can control their rhetoric in terms of violence 
And some of the leaders going out there and saying to burn things down is not productive, in my opinion. So can I ask you guys this question? Yeah. Those guys that walked on the Capitol uh, Hill House uh, building, yeah. what would AR-15s, if they were black, what would happen? What would you think? I'm just, Seriously, I'm just asking a question. Yeah, I mean, are they shooting or are they because just... So you're carrying AR-15s. Yeah. There's, there's black people that had no weapons and was dying. You're carrying AR-15s. You don't think the National Guard or anything would have came there? Seriously, I'm just asking. Well, I think you. Well, the National Guard has to be called first by the governor, and then if, if it's federalized by the president happened, of the United States. If that so. would have happened, I'm asking a question. Yeah. AR-15s, yeah. AR-15s, what they had it wasn't handguns. These are AR-15s. Yeah. Walking up, cussing at the cops, face to face, standing there, protesting. Yeah, I mean, I about think, opening back up the country. Yeah, right? I think something would be done. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. All right, we can't be serious here. I'm, well, I'm, you got people dying. With, with no weapons. No, I agree. Again, we're not arguing the cause. We're not arguing what happened. We're talking about the response to it. That's, no, yeah, the response, again, the response, it, this, this the chicken and the egg. Yeah. <laughs> it just so happened that this is the chicken. The egg, was, the chicken laid the egg. That's the reason why the response is what it is. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> right? I yeah, I mean, I just, you know, for everybody, everyone's different in terms of how they're going to take this upon themselves, but... You know, ultimately, it comes down to each individual because you can say so much and you can do so much, but it's incumbent upon the other individual and how they receive that information and to act accordingly. Right. See, when well, I was, I, when again, I was I, in school, I was I was I beat bullies up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if, if it was me and Gavin or me and uh, Sam or whoever it is, yeah. and you can't defend yourself, when I was younger, yeah, I'm punching bullies in the face. Right. So guess what? As as my white friends who are privileged, yeah, they should be the ones who are beating the bullies up. Yeah. Right. In some way, shape, or form, just to help to understand these type of things that's going on. Sure. Well, I mean, bottom line is we're trying to right a wrong. Yeah. What is the best way to right a wrong? All right, what else is going on? I'm watching a lot of cornhole competition here. Yeah, what are you guys doing watching cornhole? You guys we got are watching cornhole. Like a Peloton uh yeah, uh, Peloton race. Yeah. I like soccer. On. My son my son watches soccer, so I'm loving soccer. Bundesliga. <laughs> what position does he play? Uh, he's he's uh, he's forward, but he's on, always on the uh, the right side too. Yeah, so he's a striker, baby. Oh my God, he loves that. <laughs> yeah, he's such a gunner. I love it. Bundesliga. You guys have mentioned the NBA, uh, Major League Baseball. Arizona Diamondbacks have laid off or furloughed one about one quarter of their team so far due to the coronavirus pandemic. The remainder of their staff is going to take pay cuts that are averaging about fifteen percent. Uh, the team's highest earners losing a bigger percentage of their income. The Diamondbacks did say they'll continue to pay their minor leaguers at least through the end of June. College football news, Florida sophomore running back Lorenzo Lingard received a waiver that will allow him to play for Florida here in 2020. NFL news, Packers offensive guard Lane Taylor has agreed to a pay cut, taking $3 million off of his base salary. Green Bay also signed their seventh-round pick defensive back Vernon Scott to a four-year deal. NFL Network reporting the 49ers and tight end George Kill are far, far apart in extension talks. And his agent said, quote, I don't care about the tight end market. I'm being paid to do a George Kittle deal, end quote. So George Kittle's my favorite. Beast. No, he's God, I love George Kittle. He's, he's a beast. You see him, you see him after, after he gets this, he's, he gives you that three-point swish. He's a, new, like, he's a new Gronk, man. He's, yeah. he's oh the new Gronk. Oh, my God. Just the facial hair, the only difference, yeah. right? And the yeah. family, I guess. <laughs> I love George. Oh, man, I love George Kittle. Guys, back to you. All right, thank you very much, uh, David. Uh, once again, we are coming alive from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, easy to save 15% or more on the car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. 
or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Well, amongst other things, we're talking about the return of the NBA. Again, games are expected to start at the end of July. So, Katino, the way they're going to do this, depending on how many teams are invited, and it does appear there's also a 20-team return plan that would eliminate the Brooklyn Nets and also the Phoenix Suns. If you're going to have more than – that's the way I do it. If, mm-hmm. if you're going to say, all right, look in the West, these four extra teams conceivably over 17 or 18 games, they could have made up the difference. How you configure that, if that's an added round before we get to um, – and, and again, when we say – uh, we get to the playoffs, and the, and the question is, returning of the regular season, well, if all the teams are not there, obviously you're not going to have a regular season based on what the existing schedule was because mm-hmm. teams aren't even going to be there. So I, I'm not quite sure how that uh, how that plays out. But the game plan, again, is they have to bring everybody in mm-hmm. in uh, mid-June, right. and everyone's on a two-week quarantine. That That's the start of things. In other words, everyone that's going to be a part of this over a three-month period potentially – is going to be tested, retested. Um, anyone that tests positive, obviously, is going to be put aside. And then after two weeks of quarantine, then they'll have individual workouts and then more organized, maybe a return to some games that will count as regular season games. I'm not sure. You'd have to redo the schedule because not all the teams are there. Uh, and all that would start in July. Now, there's going to be a little impatience here, Katino, because once we start seeing everybody back in mid-June, you're like, let's get the games going and it's going to be about six weeks at least right. uh, before we actually see actual games played. So is that okay with you as as far as uh, basically lockdown, private workouts, individual team workouts, and everything else before we actually see games? Six weeks is about the right time or not? Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, you guys got to get back in shape. The muscles got to – the twitching of the muscles. I mean, people don't really understand a lot of this when – when you're exerting your body like uh, professional athletes do, uh, it's it's a science behind this. Right. Right. So, um, you know, warming the muscles up, uh, getting the muscle memory back together because, you know, we've been off for two months. Yeah. So, you know. It's, well, by the time you started, it'll have been three months. Yeah, exactly. Three full months. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's that's a long vacation for yeah, a basketball it is. player. You have to, and not being, um, not having access to gyms. Mm-hmm. Things like that, like it, you know, at one point in time, you know, trails and hiking and all that was prohibited. So, I mean, I, it, 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 it's going to take a minute to get back into the flow body wise. When you would start just a regular season, mm-hmm. were you ready or did it take even, you know, I mean, obviously you have training camp, you I have some always, preseason I was games. always ready. You're, you're you, full you, speed day you one. You put it out there for me, baby. My, my, my timing. I know. You know you're 38 minutes a game. Yeah. Uh, were you in the uh, majority or uh, were you an exception to the rule as far as literally being at full speed tip off of game one of the regular season? Or were there other guys out there that you could tell uh, still weren't there yet? No, there's a lot of guys don't get in shape until like mid-season. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For me, uh, I was always stayed active. Uh, so, you know, I, I should have took that approach uh, where – Whereas though I didn't exert myself as much, mm-hmm. uh, and I wouldn't be tight, so tired midseason. Um, but I, I think it was more of a mental. I've kind of conditioned myself mentally to just like. Well, you always said. It. I mean, you you felt throughout your more than decade long career, and again, if it hadn't been for a false diagnosis, you might still be playing. 
uh, of just trying to prove your place. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you sort of carry that with you. Yeah. So, I mean, if I had sat down, Steve, I was nervous. Yeah. Like, if I had sat down, okay, well, yeah. you're sitting down, you're not mm-hmm. strong enough mentally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the coach could pick somebody else. So I was like, I was always trying to stay, I was always on edge. I was always to the point where I had to prove myself to the coaches, to myself, that I am not weak, that I'm strong, and that mm-hmm. you can depend on me. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that uh, we are going to have this answer apparently on Thursday. And, again, the expect- expectation is it's going to be a 22-team format. It seems that's where they're going with this. How they're going to play out this regular season, I'm not quite sure. One thing I do know, once they announce this, that will officially cancel the game that I bought tickets to on March 12th for the Lakers hosting the Houston Rockets at Staples Center. Meaning that after three months, I will finally get my refund. Right, Ticketmaster? Right, Lakers? I'll finally get my refund on those tickets I bought. I've been hanging on to my money. Do I get any interest on that money? No? No? Okay. Just want to make sure about that. Okay. Yeah, you've been hanging on to my money long enough. All right. We're on the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So in the midst of all the violence and everything else that's going on in a country, what role do the athletes play? How can they actually make a difference? We're going to tell you coming up next. Steve Harbin, Catino Mobley coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So it's it's always a challenge when you're doing a sports radio show and you want to keep the focus on sports. But as we know, sports and the rest of the world collide often. Uh, It's interesting over my many years in this business, especially on the TV side, I've been approached about uh, trying to become a news anchor. And I assure him I have absolutely no interest in being a news anchor at all. There's a reason that I hide is not the right word. Choose to live in the sports world. I just choose it. It's not that I'm blind to what's happening outside the sports world, but I I choose to live in the sports world. I just find it a much more safe place. Um, But the fact is, is that athletes today have a much higher profile than they had in the past. And it's not that they have a choice in weighing in on this. They're almost demanded to. So let's let's take the NBA, predominantly African-American. We have this murder of George Floyd. People are upset. So Catino, as a member of the NBA community, um, how do you think, and I'll just throw out the biggest names out there, the LeBron James, the Kevin Durant, the Steph Currys, I mean, obviously, they all have their own choice. We've heard people in the past, Charles Barkley, I'm not a role model. Michael Jordan, I'm not a role model. That was a prevailing attitude at the time. That is no longer the case. What role, if any, should the elite names of, let's just say, the NBA play in maybe trying to help resolve the differences we're seeing in our country right now based on race? I think they've all... Um, have been, well, especially LeBron, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, amongst others, have been very vocal, Mm -hmm. whether they're standing on stage preaching to people about inequality. But I think uh, there's a a, a woman, educated woman, um, uh, Jane Elliott, 
Mm-hmm. She speaks about this. It's not so much about the LeBron Jameses and all those guys because they've been doing it. <laughs> you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Jim yeah. Brown and yes. Muhammad Ali. Back they, in they've the day. Been, they've been doing it. Yes. When you were a kid, you saw that. Mm-hmm. That's not working. What's working is you get the Chris Longs, who's 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 the advocate. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers of the world. Mm-hmm. You need the Crosby, you know, from hockey. You need all those big names in and and golf, which is more of a white man's sport, right? Mm-hmm. You need those type of big names to step up and say, okay, enough is enough. Like, if we are a country that's a melting pot, right? Like. Let's act like this. Right. Let's act like let's act like humans. Because mm-hmm. just blacks fighting for blacks' rights is okay. It's just noise. Opposed to you have different fellow celebrities, big names that are not our skin color, stepping up with us mm-hmm. and saying that. Right? So Jane, she says, you know, if you as a white person will be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do. In this society, please stand up. She says that in the auditorium. Not one person that was white stood up. You know why? Because they feel it. Mm-hmm. Because you know it. So now that you know it, what do you do from it? Right. What do you do as a person? You That's go back. Really you, you go back during the Martin Luther King era and the peaceful protests that he organized, which brought many in the white community to be part of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they felt like. We can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But as you say, even though they were organized as peaceful protests, violence erupted. And not only were black protesters killed, so were white exactly. protesters killed. Exactly. The freedom fighters, as they called them during that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I 100% agree with you. This is not, to me, even an arguable situation when we talk about the only resolve to all of this is if we're all in this together. It's the only way it's going to get That's resolved. It. That's it. That's it. You know, there's some people that handle situations differently. You know, when we were on a break, you know, Gavin is more loving than I am. <laughs> yes, yes. When it comes to this, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was I was raised in a very more aggressive situation sure. where is I treat people how they treat me, and I love everyone. Right. My grandmother's Sicilian black. My, my you know, uh, my one grandmother's from Saluda, South Carolina, where she was picking cotton when she was a baby, a little girl. You know, so I I, I have different situations that's going on in my life. Uncles that are Muslim, Catholic, Baptist, all that. But at the end of the day, we're all human. That's mm-hmm. it. So if we can't fight for each other, it's going to always be like this. We can always go back to John Lennon and his immortal words in the song Imagine. I mean, we can imagine a world, right? But we're far away from that. In the meantime, we will continue to try to make sense of what's happening in our sports world in light of all the violence, pandemic, and all the other complications in this great country of ours. And it is a great country. We have a lot to be proud of, but we have some problems that we need to fix. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, so we talked a little bit about the NBA. They seem to have their ducks in order, but what about Major League Baseball? Is this ever going to get resolved? Will we have baseball? We're going to tell you coming up next. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trying to make sense of it all. That's what we try to do every Saturday here. Once again, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. By the way, uh, John Brinkus reached out to me, Gavin. If you want to try to get a hold of Brinkus, uh, he'd like to jump on. You want to? You, you dare bring on Brinkus? Let's do it. Call him right now. See if you can get Brinkus. Uh, we'll try to get him on right now our sports science guy. Um, he actually is more concerned about the NBA format. Remember, he was a big advocate about just a full-scale 
March Madness type format for the NBA. Are, are you against gimmicking the rest of the season, or do you want to try to hold the season as close to normal as possible? I mean, obviously, we have extraordinary circumstances, unlike anything we've ever seen before. So the idea of you know bringing everybody in, creating sort of a March Madness tournament. Uh, I don't know, like that. I, I'm not a big fan. I'm not, I don't like that. Just get to the playoffs. I, I just don't real playoff games. Yeah, I, you you're rewarding someone. Mm-hmm. You're rewarding a team that, that listen. You didn't do well this year. It's okay. Uh, let's bring on our sports science guy, the one and only John Brankus, is joining us once again. John, how are you today? I am doing excellent. How about yourself? I am well. Uh, Katina and I are just sitting here talking about the NBA. Uh, yep. The fact that they seem to uh, be set. Apparently, they'll have the final vote on Thursday. Exactly how many teams will be invited to the party? Talking about twenty-two teams. Maybe just go straight to the playoffs. Uh, but you, you, John, were very bold early on in what you felt was the fairest way to finish off this NBA season. I think so. You know, I I, I think the fairest way to finish off is to have a you know in March Madness style you know, single elimination tournament, you know, with everybody in it. I mean, there's going to be a massive asterisk by this uh, season anyway. So you might as well do something completely outside of the box is my feeling. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's particularly fair to punish the teams who are struggling, um, you know, during the 2020 regular season at this point, you know, if you decide to have, you know, 22 teams or 20 teams or whatever it ends up being, if you're leaving, you know, eight, ten teams out of the out of the mix, I personally I feel like this is the ultimate opportunity to extend an olive branch and say, hey, we know you guys may have been trying to tank, but you're actually still in it. And even though you may be cannon fodder, it's still going to be incredibly entertaining for you to have a shot. So that that's my opinion on it. Obviously, they're not going to listen to me, but I think that would that would the ratings would just go through the roof. You, John, do you really think the ratings will go through the roof on these teams that are that only have like 24, 25 wins? I just don't understand them. Well, well, hold on, Katina. Hold on. <laughs> if you listen to me, if you had my beloved Washington Wizards, you are not going to be. <laughs> oh, so right, you knew who I was talking about. <laughs> well, they, right. they, the Wizards are going to be one of those 22 teams, teams, apparently. That's the yeah. point. Yeah, they are. Are they really? All yeah. right. So maybe they are. All right. So imagine this, though. Now, but I don't think they're going to do single elimination, right? No, what they're going to do is the idea of the 22-team format, so that would be five extra teams in the West and one extra team in the East, which would be the Wizards. The idea that anyone that's within six games of a playoff spot they determined was the cutoff. If they go to this 22-team format, well, only one team in the East, that would be the Wizards, within six games of that final playoff spot. There were five teams in the West. And, and again, starting the regular season, I, I, I don't know. It's easy to say that, but I'm like, well, you can't restart the regular season if teams are not there. So you can't resume the schedule that as it was. I, I don't know how they're going to do this. Why not just skip right to the playoffs, though? Why not just have the 16 teams that at this point in the season – and by the way, when you say asterisk – the fact is, is that the the rookie season at Katina Mobley, 98-99, John, they only played 50 games in the regular season. We've already played more games than that uh, in this regular totally. season, and you just go right to the playoffs, best four out of seven like you normally do. That's 100% true. And actually, those strikes, those strikes short seasons, I thought, were awesome. You know, I was like, God, it's like, you know, 50 games is probably the right, the right number. My argument for, look, including everybody, is – 
I mean, can you imagine getting alerts on your phone like Golden State is upsetting the Lakers? <laughs> like, it would just be, you would tune in, you'd be like, oh my God, the Lakers are in trouble, they're losing to the Warriors. This is amazing. So I feel like, you know, that idea would just be one that everybody could rally around. And, and you know, look, you saw the result with, uh, you know, in terms of ratings and interest, you know, just with Brady and, and Manning playing with Tiger and, yep. and Nicholson. I mean, that that is like the ultimate format, right? I mean, Brady was totally not playing well, and then he chipped in, and everyone's going crazy. He's the total underdog. He didn't belong out there, but it was really fun to watch. So I feel like the, look, let's include teams that, you know, aren't nearly playoff caliber, but just put them in there because maybe they'll they'll upset somebody uh, and it'll be the ratings will be off the chart. Okay, so John, okay. So you're Go saying put them, put them in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what, is it a one-game elimination when you put them in there? Because yeah, let me tell you what happens. If Go it's on. if it's a Lakers playing a whatever eighth, the Warriors, ninth, yeah, whatever it is, team, When I tell you that is boredom, because guess what the Lakers going to do? Crush them. No one wants to the see Lakers? that. They, huh? I, yes, dude. Any given day. Come on. I mean, he's For talking about March game, Madness. I'm talking one game. That's March Madness. One game. How about when you knocked out the number happen. one team in the country, that unbeatable Kansas team, when you were at Rhode Island? I was really good. You, you were really good. <laughs> no, <laughs> Paul Pierce really, still hasn't gotten over you that. You really think that? You, the, come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Listen, what was, the, what was the highest rated game of the first round of the, of the, the tournament two years ago? When my UVA Cavaliers, everything goes back to me with yes. Virginia and D.C., as you know. Yes. The Cavaliers lost to UMBC in the first round of the NCAA playoffs. The first number one seed to lose to a 16 seed. Everybody tuned in. Can you imagine like, in, at the end, doing that at the NBA level? <laughs> and my argument of why this will work is, look, the, the, the playoff game, I mean, the uh, all-star game, the second half was the fourth quarter, especially, was crazy interesting. Those guys were playing so hard, and the rules were wonky. They were completely different and outside of the box, and it worked. So, for me, if you're going to do something different, you might as well be totally different right. rather than kind of like so a after, So, after Golden State beats, hypothetically beats right. Lakers, so, so then what happens? You want then, Golden then they, State then they play the Clippers, and then they beat the Clippers. <laughs> And then exactly. the Warriors are holding up the trophy. Hey, Sam, you um, hear this? Hold on, hold on. But here, here's the whole thing. So, you know, Rich Ornberger, he loves what John proposes, but he wants to go all the way on this. I mean, yeah. he's a guy, he's an NFL player, and he, and he says, look, the reason less is more. If, if, the, totally. NBA, if the NBA adopted a 16-game schedule mm-hmm. like the NFL has, where you play one game a week, Major League Baseball, a 16-game schedule where you played one game a week. Are you obliterating the record books? Of course you are. But at the I, same time, if you talk about a must-watch situation, less is more, right, John? A hundred percent. I mean, less is more in this. Listen, I'm not talking about doing this for you know for the rest of the NBA. I'm talking about 2020 is an unusual year. I think I, my, I think the argument that would win the day is how many games should these guys play? They've been off for months. They're not really in game shape. Like, they, how many great games do they have in them, and how many should we force them to play? They should only play four or five games, period. Like, you're coming back. You're in a bracket. If you win, you move on. If you lose, you go home. 
Uh, like the idea of the ultimate upsets for this season will be every game, every quarter, every possession, everything matters. And it just puts that new spin on it so that for 2020, we have something completely fresh and different. And, and the idea of having the worst teams in, let them get slaughtered. They may not get slaughtered. Maybe those guys have been training harder than, you know, than LeBron and company. Who knows? But we'll find out. And that, that to me, I would watch every second of every game because you never know what's going to happen. And I, I feel like that would be the great reset for the NBA just for this season. All right, uh, I do want to uh, touch base with you as far as uh, our country opening up right now. Are, are yep. you confident that uh, everyone is making the right decision right now? You've been very outspoken about COVID-19 yeah. and its true effects on our health and our society. Yep. So uh, where do you stand right now, John? You know, it's interesting because I just moved down to Atlanta. Um, so I moved from uh, Park City and moved down to Atlanta, and I've been, you know, bouncing around and going to all the restaurants, going to all the shops. And Atlanta's been open for almost a month now. And it is very, very clear to me that the idea of we just have to open up. We do not. We really, to me, we don't really have a choice. Because this idea about slow rolling it and, you know, trying to figure out what the rules are, it, it, what's, what's, and what is happening is the rules are, are, are uh, resonating with everyone as just silly. They're like, okay, you have to wear a mask. Okay, when? Well, only if you want to, but you don't have to wear gloves, and it doesn't have to be airtight. And some can have a, you know, some can have a ventilator on it or not. And you're like, this, doesn't make any, this, this, this isn't making any sense to me. To me, what's going to rule the day is everyone, if, if there's, if there's a, a citizen of our country who doesn't know the risks right now, then they've been living in a, in a, in a hole somewhere. We all know the risks and you just are going to decide whether or not you want to take that risk or not. That's the only way that we move forward because there is no time where we're going to say, Ollie, Ollie, income free. We're all good. We're just going to say, look, it's, you know, COVID's out there in a couple months. Influenza is going to be coming back and use your own judgment. That's the only thing that we can do to just, to march forward. It, it truly is. Well, and then, of course, in Atlanta, the violence last night, I, I was just there in October yeah. at the College Football Hall of Fame, a near or dear place. I have a lot of friends over there, smashed in windows, looting and everything else. I mean, that's just, that's craziness down there. It, Yeah, it, it, I mean, everything that's happening, you know, the, I mean, I'm not, I, I will absolutely not make this a, a, a political you know, sort of uh, politics one way or the other. But what I will say is, look, you, you, no matter what happens, you, when you tell an entire country, hey, you got to stay home. Oh, by the way, you lost your job. And oh, by the way, we're not sure what the rules of engagement are in terms of just being social or going out to even apply for a job or to do whatever. You have, an, you have, a, you have a nation that's just confused and are a nation that is oppressed, a nation that just doesn't know which way is up. And, you know, obviously the tragedies that are happening, I'm not, I am not making any excuses whatsoever. You know, there's abhorrent behavior going on all over the place. But, but to me, this COVID lockdown, it creates, it creates almost like this delirium of like, what, what is going on? And there's no justification for violence. There's no justification for looting or rioting or anything. But when you look at it and you say, 
gosh, we've had people, you know, essentially pent up and told what to do, like when they can go outside, what, you know, what they have to wear, like a, a bizarre set of rules. I believe that the reaction that we're getting, the pendulum, you know, the proverbial pendulum is swinging so far the other way. I pray to God, somehow everyone comes to their senses and we wake up from this nightmare and we're like, oh, wait a minute. I, I think we're Americans. We know how to live. But there's something obviously has just disrupted the very fabric of our society and we need to get it back on track. And that's why I'm saying we need some leader, some group to just say, we just need to go back to the way everything was before. We all know the risks that, you know, all of these furloughs, layoffs, everything that happened, we have to somehow reopen the economy everywhere and let everyone now go out and, and, and try to achieve the American dream, but we're still holding it back. So people who feel like the system is rigged against them, I mean, it's more true than ever. It's like the, the deck is stacked against all of us, and we need to just break that cycle by just simply saying we understand the risk and we have to move forward. Never a dull day. Never a dull day. Always things to talk about. John, always great to catch yep. up with you. We'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, awesome, John. guys. God bless you. There he is, John Brankus there. Always getting reaction out on social media. We know that. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Formatting the playoffs. I've always wanted to ask this of someone that really knows. That would be the guy sitting next to me, Katino Mobley. He'll explain coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Or download the app today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Steve Harbin and Catino Mobley, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's interesting here, I'm just reading where the majority of the NBA general managers voted to restart the season going straight to the playoffs. Here is the vote. So you had 30 general managers around the NBA, Catino. Mm-hmm. 16 said they would prefer the league come back with just the typical 16-team playoff season eight voted for all 30 teams five voted for go straight to playoffs with a play-in or a world cup style group stage before that uh oh actually only one voted for all 30 teams back and resume the uh, playoffs that might have been Golden State because they were the only team. Well, there was only one team that actually mathematically had been eliminated from the playoffs. One team, and that was Golden State. All right, so getting back to just the playoffs, it doesn't look like they're going to do that, though. Even though the general managers wanted to do that, looks like a few extra teams are going to get, be given the opportunity. One of the things I've always questioned, uh, Catino, is the fact that you have four rounds of best four out of seven. Now, when you first came into the league, was the opening round three out of five? Yeah. It was opening round was three out of five and then three rounds of four out of seven. I remember when opening rounds were two out of three. I was telling you the story. Magic Johnson's second year with the Lakers, 1981. Lakers won up against a Rocket team that had Moses Malone, and that's it. And the Lakers lost the first. It was a two out of three. Lakers lose the opening game at home. At the forum. Then they go to Houston and win. So you're like, all right. They're going to come home, win game three. No, they lost. They were gone. Just like that, your biggest magic, gone. Two out of three in the first round. So what what, what do you think? Who won that, that year? Celtics. They, Celtics. That Rockets team, by the way, did get all the way to the NBA Finals before losing to the uh, Celtics. That was Larry Bird's first championship season in 1981. Um so when you when you look at like a four out of seven, three out of five format, forget two out of three. Do you need to play four out of seven, or is three out of five sufficient? Would you would you have a better playoff if it was three out of five as opposed to four out of seven? I, in the beginning, I would do three out of five. Right? You, you the think the finals the need to be four out of seven? Yeah, I do. I do. It's a it's a grind. Well, we were just talking about how history would have been dramatically changed back in 2016 
Uh, remember the Warriors, that 73-win Warrior team, they were down three games to one in the Western Conference Finals to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Gone. If you go three out of five format, they would have been gone. And then, of course, they they won three in a row. And then what happened in the NBA Finals? They were up 3-1 against the Cavaliers. Series over in a three out of five. And then the Cavaliers went three in a row, win that series. So opening round, how about the second round? Three out of five. How about only having the finals as a four out of seven? Western Conference finals and the finals should okay. be four out of seven. The others should be three out of five, mm-hmm. I think. Well, how does it change a three out of five format as opposed to four out of seven? I mean, you you get senses sometimes in a seven-game series or one of the other teams seems to throw a game. Like more of a just... sense of urgency, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some teams that the one – you know, 60-something games and they yeah. take forever or, you know, another team. It's just a sense of urgency mentally for, for both teams. Yeah, I mean, if you have a 61 team against a team that won 38 games in the opening round and you have to pay a four out of seven, you have to win four times. Yeah, it's just uh, the first two rounds should be, right? Three out of five. Three out of five. Mm-hmm. That's what I think, right? You, you know, one is you're preserving the body. Two is like you're mentally, you know, setting yourself up ready mm-hmm. to uh, compete. We, we sort of touched upon this last week. I want to update again on this week. So the difference here with these playoffs, again, we're assuming that all these games are going to be played down in Orlando. They have three different arenas there. It's going to be able to sequester everybody. It makes a lot of sense. But if you have no travel dates, could you play every other day? I mean, you have three different arenas, so you could have multiple series going on. Time is not an element. I think you can. Can you play? No traveling. There's no travel. You're not leaving. Well, if you have the if you have the uh, the, the right equipment, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's nowadays just the cryo, and then there's the hyperbaric chambers, and right. the masseuses, and all that to get your body ready for. Can you imagine uh, a seven-game NBA final series where you've already played three rounds, best out of seven, and you're playing every other day? And remember, you've had three months off. Actually, you would have had four months off because from March, remember, the game, regular games aren't going to start till the end of July. Right. Is there going to be enough gas left in the tank? No, I think they'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys will be fine. I, again, you've you've had enough layoff time, mm-hmm. and now when you're getting back, you're so eager. But it's about what you do with inside those days where you're not playing. Yeah. What are you eating? How did how you, you do? Sleeping? How did you do that during the playoffs? Because during the regular season, you're not having outside of the All Star break. You're you not getting go, many you days go off. Into like quiet mode. Yeah. No. No. No phones. Right. I mean, sometimes you have as many as three days off. Hydrating yourself. During the playoffs. Like, yeah, you have to really isolate yourself, kind of like what people are doing now. Yes, exactly. You have to really isolate yourself. But wouldn't you, I'm sure you would, you were in an intense playoff series, and you're like, we're going to be off for two or three days? Come Mm -hmm. on, let's get back out on the court, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough situation, right? And especially how to stay focused within that, that, Mm -hmm. that time frame. Yeah. And you don't want to overdo it, right? Where you get too tired and mm-hmm. too excited. So when the game comes, you're not thinking straight. So it's a, you know, it's a lot of different things that go on nowadays. That um, not saying that it wasn't there then, but the meditating, you know, the yogas, the Pilates, cryos, mm-hmm. reading your book, isolating mm-hmm. yourself from all the other noise. I think those things help you. So when it's time to really battle 
you're there mentally, physically, and emotionally. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, I, I want to get into, we were we mentioned going into this hour, we're going to get into some baseball right now. You know, money, every time we get frustrated by money being an issue, money is always an issue. It's an issue in every one of our lives. Every one of our lives, money's an issue. May not be the issue, but it's an issue. What is money about, right, Catino? Here's the thing about having more money. You have more choices. You have more problems. Maybe you have more problems. But the fact is, is that what do we all look for in life? We want choice. We want more choices. I want. I don't want to have to just settle. If I have no money, then I basically have to take what I can get. You're only as faithful as your options. Well, you certainly had more options as an NBA player than you had growing up, right? That's not always a good thing either. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people would say, well, how's that a bad thing? I want to get that on the other side here. Um, we're in the Geico <clears throat> Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's a man that's loaded with choices. Uh, that is David Gascon. <laughs> yeah, right. Lots of choices. Mm. <laughs> man, I'm like, a, I'm like one of those militia members of the musket. So uh, Catino <laughs> is encouraging uh, maybe that Denise should do another uh Oh, that's right. Baking he, for Saturday. He wasn't here. He remember. wasn't here. He was I need mine. Sunday. Yes. 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 Yeah. Katina, I don't want to rub this in, but the, those cookies were absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Like so, Rich came in and ate like eight of them. Well, yeah. Oh. Here's what Rich said. He ate two, and then when he realized how fast you guys were devouring him, he took two and made a sandwich. I lo- yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. it. Kind of like what it. my daughter does. Cookie sandwich. Does yeah. she, does Before she, the boys get him. Does she bake or does she cook or? My daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She helps me cook and bake. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Yummy. Steve, what does she do for the encore? Oh, she'll come up with something. I mean, All she right. don't don't put the challenge out there. Well, I, we'll, we'll no, try to we'll no, do it on, on Saturday. Hold on, guys. Yeah. The challenge is out there. All right, let's go. <laughs> right. All right, so the challenge. Well, all right, we'll do it next Saturday. Well, you you specifically said the reason why she made those cookies was because Rich wanted them. So what does Katina want? Well, he wants cookies. I, want I know, but what kind yeah, though? Yeah, what kind the, of cookie? I, I, I like the oatmeal raisins the best. You do? I oatmeal raisins. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, oatmeal she, raisins she for me, nice well. soft oatmeal you like raisins. Do you have cookies? any nut, nuts? Do you like in there? No, I, I mean it doesn't have uh, just the oatmeal. The oatmeal uh. Mm. <laughs> Man, right. like those cookies last week were so good. I didn't even need milk. I know it that's was... the whole point, right? It's unbelievable. I'm going to bring. All I'm right. going to bring me a, a nice right, the challenge, milk. All right, I'm going to bring the the challenge will be that'll be next Saturday, just like that. Aren't you? Look at these guys are all excited yeah. now. In, in case Denise has any leftovers, <laughs> yeah. um, if she can make any kind of mint cookies, that'd be. That'd be <laughs> you awesome. like mint? Oh my gosh, no. I'm a I'm a I'm a strong fan of the. No, uh, you like thin, peppermint patties? The the thin mint Girl Scout cookies. Of every, course. every guess, March. Yes. You, guess, you like peppermint patties? <laughs> no, not so much. No. I, 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 it's fine to eat. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yeah, all right. like Thin Mint, Rocky Road, of course, for ice cream. You realize all this cookie talk is taken away from my cornhole time as I'm watching here. <laughs> you guys know what grasshoppers are? Yes. Yeah, yeah those mm-hmm. are those chocolate right. mint cookies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You like those? I would like to. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Guys, uh, a couple of things real quick. Uh, NBA, you mentioned the top of the show, planning on, on having a vote Thursday by the league's Board of Governors with owners expected to approve Commissioner Adam Silver's recommendation on a format to restart the season. Major League Baseball, Arizona Diamondbacks have laid off or furloughed about one quarter of the team's employees because of lost revenue due to the coronavirus. They will pay their minor league players until the end of June. 
remainder of their staff will take at least a 15% pay cut, at least an average, that is. Team's highest earners will lose a bigger percentage, obviously, on their income drop. College ranks. Florida sophomore running back Lorenzo Lingard received a waiver that will allow him to play for 2020 with the Florida Gators. Then how about this? Ohio State basketball player Seth Towns, who's a graduate transfer from Harvard, he was detained last night by local police officers at a, pro- a protest in uh, Columbus, Ohio. School confirmed it. He was never arrested, though, but refused to comment after he was detained. Fellas, back to you. Hi, David. Thank you much. Uh, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part Figuring out which way is easier. Speaking of hard to figure out, what is going on with Major League Baseball? By the way, uh, a lot of these Major League teams are furloughing or laying off many of their staff. Um, Hundreds have been cut in the minors. The minor league system is about to implode in Major League Baseball. There seems to be a lot of concern about the financial well-being of the game of baseball from owners. And they're trying to pass it down to the players. So their latest proposal, Catino, was is that those that would get the largest pay cuts would be those that make the most money. So this is yet another layer. It seems like everything the owners has put out to the players is their way of saying we don't want to play games this year. That it's going to be more costly for us to actually play games than if we don't play games. So whether it was the idea that they're going to lose $640,000 for every game they play without fans to the idea of a 50-50 revenue split to the idea we're going to take the most money away from the players that make the most money uh, or that 67-page protocol list of everything where you can't spit at a game and all the kind of craziness you'd have to – you can't shower after the game, wherever. They keep keep coming up with stuff that basically says we really – We'd rather not play games. But I want to get it from a from a player standpoint. Mm-hmm. The idea of we need you to make a significant financial sacrifice mm-hmm. in order to play the games. And the fans are demanding games. It's best for our game that we play games. We don't want to see a baseball season – canceled when we got NBA games going on, we got NFL games on, we got NHL games going on, and we're the only sport that's not playing because of money? At least that's what the owners are trying to put out there to the public, that these millionaire, multi-millionaire athletes, so self-consumed, so selfish, not willing to take a pay cut, and depriving you, the fans, of an opportunity to see Major League Baseball. How fair is that? Well, you look at it in both ways, right? Me being a player um, and now being a businessman, there's two different ways, right? So an owner, when they pay you $300 million, they're not actually giving you $300 million. They're leveraging it from their bank mm-hmm. and different institutions that they have a relationship with. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the $300 million that they've given you, they are making at least $900 million on top of that. So this uh, paper trading when it comes to finances that we don't understand the smaller people of the world. Um, Of course, you're going to be a little angry um, at the player who's getting millions of dollars because your minds are only conditioned 
for the millionaire athlete who's getting paid, not the owner who's paying the athlete, right? The owner's not going broke. So as a businessman, you have to make sure that your business prospers, right? The longevity of your business. So uh, they're behind the curtain. You don't see them. What Mm -hmm. you do see is the person that's on the internet most of the time, which is the player. Making a pay cut, I don't know as a player, I would like that. But again, as a as a businessman and as an owner, what's best for my company? Also. Well, I'm glad you brought that up and being the businessman that you are. All right. So, look, you get into business to make money, right? No one gets into business to lose money. That doesn't make any sense. Unless you're a nonprofit, something <laughs> along those lines, you know, the old famous nonprofit. But anyway. So you're a businessman, you're trying to make money, and yet something extraordinary happens, like what's going on in the world right now. And all of a sudden, that money that you count on to come in is gone. There's a, there's a pause mm-hmm. in that, and now all of a sudden you're not making money, and if you're not making money, then you're losing money. Right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be your business attitude. I'm in business to make money, and if I'm not making money, then I'm losing money even if you're not broke. So how do you deal with that? Do you cut cost? I mean, it's it's the same way if you're downsizing. If you, if you lose your job and you got bills to pay, then you're looking for ways to cut so you can survive. Well, yeah, well, usually... Well, what do you, you know, do in business? Right, when you're in the business world and, um, and, and definitely owning, having ownership, uh, the first thing you do is lay people off. The first thing you do is right. you try, what you try to do is because your profit margin, right? So usually really good companies, the profit margins are at that 15 20%. So you say to yourself, okay, um, now that I'm losing, I need to, a lot of this excess fat, whatever it is, I need to shave a little bit of that at the moment. Sometimes it is expensive, some employees. Mm-hmm. Or what are those employees or athletes and they don't want to have any money shaved well, off? Well, that's the thing. See, this is see, this is the chicken and the egg, right? right. The owner's money can be the owner's money. Mm-hmm. But the players are just as valuable because you you have to pay them because the organization, you need them to <laughs> right, make money. So you can't just – your money's just there. You can have a billion dollars and just it just be there. Yeah, but as an athlete, if you, you have a contract, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing in there that says COVID-19. Okay, so COVID. Well, before it's like you worked for someone. Now it's like at the end of the day, it's like we are partners, right? At the moment, we are partners. But right? if right, but if you we cho- work for Fox right. Radio, right? We're not partners of Fox Radio. Correct. Basketball players, they are partners of these owners. Now, like LeBron was saying, well, or, you or, have or an MB, you have say, you have a contract with the league. You have a contract with the team. With the team. With the team. But it's a standard league contract. Right, right. I mean, I provisions can be changed right. based so on your needs. So without the players, those right. owners' money does not grow. Their okay. team, uh, logos, mm-hmm. all that does not grow. All right, so if you were a major league player, and we've heard some of the biggest names, including Mike Trout, cast some doubt on whether they would return at all. I mean, they're like, okay, let me get this straight. So you're going to have a half season, and you don't want to give me my prorated salary, which I agreed to. I was, mm-hmm. I already agreed. Now you want to cut me further? You want to go to some 50-50 revenue split? Oh, wait a second, because I'm Mike Trout and my, I make $36 million a year, you want to take more of my money? Mm-hmm. How about this? How about if I don't play? 
I made $36 million each of the last two years. I have a pregnant wife at home. We're expecting our first baby. I'll sit it out. Mm-hmm. You're not paying me anything. I'm just going to sit. I'm not even worth it to me for two months to be under sequestered at a reduced rate. I'll, I'll just sit this one out. See you next year. See, that's what's, that's what's facing Major League Baseball right now. If you're targeting your biggest names out there, the guys that are making the most money, saying we're going to take the most money away from you, their response could be, fine, then it's not even worth it to me. This is what Blake Snell of Tampa, it's not even worth it for me to play at all. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you've got baseball back, but you don't have your biggest names back. They just decide the heck with it. We'll just sit it out. Call me when you have a real season. Again, it's 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 between a rock and a hard place. I don't. I I can't. As a player, I understand. But as a businessman, you understand as well, mm-hmm. right? So uh, what I don't like. Do you is, have a different perspective on ownership in the NBA since you've been a businessman away from the game? I mean, you're always a businessman, but now that you are a businessman first, does it give you a little? different perspective on management as it existed in the NBA? It does a little bit because you have to understand something. You're not just employing, uh, you know, you have the coaches, the staff, Mm -hmm. all those different uh, uh, individuals that are working for, say, the Clippers or working for the Lakers or whoever it is, you know, uh, and the players being, quote-unquote, your players that you put on a contract slash partner, Right to 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 make your team that much better and more valuable every single year and give you a chance, um, in 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 in, in this game of basketball, it's <clears throat> it's for me, I I have to look at it as a player, but then I have to look at it as what's the smartest business move mm-hmm. for the owners because. These players, they were played for five years, seven years, ten years, and the Kobe Bryant's of the world played for 20 years for your team, but then they're gone. So what do you do now? Yeah. Right? So hopefully that player, the LeBron James of the world, has has helped you build your organization to a point, right, where you're employing so many other people. Because uh, truthfully, the owners are employing people. Mm-hmm. And the players are employing people because people are coming to see the players. <laughs> so they're, they're kind of like that chicken and the egg there when it comes to that. So I, that's a hard question to answer in the right way where it, it suffices or it satisfies both sides. Yeah. Right? I, I just I just know as a businessman and as a, a player, you know, there's truth to both sides. All right. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. So as we inch inch ever so slowly to the restart of our uh, sports calendar as we know it there is one business on top of all others that is just chomping away please can we get back to our normal sports calendar what business is it we're going to tell you coming up next at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Steve Harbin and Katino Mobley. By the way, the SpaceX rocket launch looks like it's going to be all systems go. The weather seems to be cooperating on like three days ago. This is the first launch of uh, astronauts uh, from U.S. soil in nine years. So we are 33 minutes away from launch. So we'll definitely keep our eye on that. I asked you earlier about this, Katino, off air about your interest in uh, space exploration. I, I'm one of that generation. I was 11 years old uh, watching Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walk on the moon. So obviously I'm from a generation like Tom Hanks, where it was everything to us as kids. We watched launching as we had this you know, race to get to the moon with the Soviet Union and everything else. So I've always had a lot of interest in it. But what about you? Is this something that is 
of, of any priority in your life watching us <laughs> explore space? Does that do anything for you? Uh, listen, I've, uh, I've, I, I speak with, you know, with inside my little community of friends about mm-hmm. uh, the, the possibilities, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. uh, at one point in time, we only thought it was one galaxy, and then we found out it's way more and blah, sure. blah, and all this different stuff that goes on. So I'm, I'm super interested in, uh, listen, if you believe that it's only living beings on Earth and nowhere else in this whole, mm-hmm. like, atmosphere, uh, yeah. this universe, whatever, then I, I don't think you're as educated as, as you think Well, you, you always strike me as a guy that has a lot of curiosity, period. Oh, big time. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're, if, if, if just by nature you're a curious person, then you would be curious about uh, any existence of uh, life. Uh, outside of this little So I watched this movie. I watched this one movie, and I think Earth. it was with, with um, Matthew McConaughey, and it was called Interstellar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was about different dimensions. Yeah. And I think that is more possible than anything else, where we are mm. living in different dimensions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for for me to not really mm-hmm. think of those possibilities, right, Right. will be, a, it's, I, th- I think it's like more of like a disingenuous thing. Like, I... I I, I believe in it. I believe in other beings that are out there. I believe that it's a you know these different worlds and everything. Well, there are <laughs> there are two. <laughs> yes, I'm uh, a trekkie. I'm a trekkie. There are um, there are two different uh, types of sports fans. Two types of sports fans. There are sports fans that are fans because they are fans of teams or certain players, athletes, and then there are gamblers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gavin is a gambler. Uh, his interest in sports, he, he he bridges both. But, I mean, what really gets him going, gets his adrenaline pumping, is to gamble on I games. I, I do miss Let it. Let me ask you this. For years and years and years, these professional sports leagues try to distance themselves from the gambling community. But now that sports gambling has been legalized in all 50 states, they're no longer doing that. In fact, Adam Silver was one of the first commissioners to actively seek out association with gambling institutions to benefit the NBA. Does that make you nervous at all? The sudden marriage that was forbidden years ago that now seems to be embraced because everyone can see the dollar signs between the gambling community and these major league franchises? Yeah, it does. I mean, listen, you got to think about the, the, the Pete Roses and all those different types of sure. people of the world. The Michael where, Jordans. The Michael Jordans, exactly, of this world. Where uh, there was frowned upon back mm-hmm. then, and now all of a sudden, for whatever reason, whatever committee. Uh, well, the reason's money. Yeah. Well, you if, know. if you can, if but you it was get, money get, back then if you as get, well. If you get into bed with these gambling establishments and somehow profit Wait, off. Wait, wasn't of it. the um, UNLV, uh, uh, Tarkanian, and yeah. all those guys? They were kind of like. Well, there was, was always looming. suspicion about UNLV because yeah. of their, of where they were located. Yeah. 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 So those things. Uh, mm. It's a tough situation because you've had a lot of people who paid for it. Were right? you ever approached by any gambler ever? No, no. No? No. no, no. Never once? Not nope. in college nope. or anything else? Nope. 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 You know, Bill Russell said he was actually approached to, for a million dollars. Who? Bill Russell. The legendary Bill oh, Russell. Yeah, well, so yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, he said no. No, I haven't. I haven't. No. Never no. have. So. Could you have been impressionable as a college student <laughs> if someone had said, hey, Hey, Cat, no, here's $100,000, no. man. No, Make cool. it happen. I was, I was raised differently, so I was cool. I didn't, I didn't want no problems from that. <laughs> I don't blame I you. I got too far to mess that up. How about this? Big problems in Minneapolis from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. The solution next, continuing on this Saturday. And again, we're 21 minutes away from launch.
SpaceX, their historic launch coming up here, and it's all systems go. We are coming to live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, in the midst of the pandemic, everything that's been going on in our lives over the last two and a half months, adjusting to a new reality, how long, we don't know. As we adjust to a sports world that is still trying to figure out a way to get back to some semblance of normalcy, we also have the George Floyd aftermath, the protests that have become violent. And again, I'm not lumping protesters in with those that create violence because I think they're a separate group. In fact, I saw they have a curfew in Minneapolis for 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's for everybody. And as the attorney general said, we cannot differentiate between those that are simply there to protest from those that are trying to do harm. So we will have to have no questions asked an 8 o'clock curfew because we cannot have violence in the streets of Minneapolis. Right. It was interesting <clears throat> that Joe Lockhart, a former White House press secretary posted on uh, CNN.com that there is something that can be done, sports-related, that might help the situation in Minneapolis. He suggested that the Minnesota Vikings should sign Colin Kaepernick. He said Kaepernick was not blocked because the league wanted to punish him for setting off the protest. Um, He said signing Kaepernick, everyone thought was bad business. But if you were to bring in a Kaepernick. That's interesting. It's an interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. What you just said. They didn't want to sign Kaepernick because it's bad business. That's the same thing as saying I'm not racist, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not a part of what's going on. There's a difference between being not racist and anti-racist, right? So that's the kind of the like same thing. It's like, all right, that's bad for business if we so. But if you stand up with him on the situations that he felt strongly about to jeopardize his career, it ends there. Because you have the big people of the world stepping up behind him or beside him or in front of him saying, okay, enough is enough. That's what Conor Kaepernick was saying. The problem I would see with something like this is that you're almost pandering, right? (laughs) You know, how legitimate is it? Um, I mean, Kaepernick hasn't played in four years. Is it realistic to think that he could jump right back in and do it? It's not impossible. Heck, we saw Michael Vick go to prison, come back and have maybe his most productive season ever with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, they're talking about him. uh, You know, Kirk Cousins obviously coming off a really productive year, and they have a lot of money invested in Kirk Cousins. If Kirk Cousins was off a bad season, it might be a little bit easier to sell. I don't know. I can't. You know, things like this, it goes back to the pass interference 
non-call in that NFC championship game between the Saints and Rams. And the league reaction was, all right, we're going to put in a rule where we can review either non-calls or calls related to pass interference. And it was a disaster. It was a disaster, and they pulled it off the books. Uh, to me, this would almost be an overreaction. The only reason I would sign Colin Kaepernick, to be fair to Colin Kaepernick, is if I really felt he could help our football team. If I could basically put everything aside, you know as well as I do, Katina, the reason that Colin Kaepernick is still on the outside looking in when people weigh the pros and cons of signing Colin Kaepernick is they haven't come enough with the pros as opposed to the potential cons of signing him. Because you know if you sign Kaepernick and you don't play him, you are going to face the heat. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're going to get a lot of publicity by signing Colin Kaepernick. People put him back, let's put him back out there. And they said, well, you know, we'll see. We're going to give him an opportunity And then if you don't give him an opportunity, even if it's just based on the fact that, man, he's not the player we thought he was, or you cut him loose, now you're in a worse situation than when you started. But why did you cut him? Because of his politics? Well, that's not why we cut him. We cut him because he wasn't. They're not going to hear any of that. So this is this is to me why. It's a tough tough position because when you're, when you, no matter what you do, right, um, if you're laid off for years, Okay, this mm-hmm. is not one year, two years. He's been laid yeah. off for years. Yeah. How many years? Three, four? Four years. Four years. And you coming back into a competitive sport where, of course, you've aged, right? Your 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 rhythm is not there yet. So if you do play and start five, six, seven games, what are they expecting you to do? Throw for five touchdowns a game, three touchdowns a game with a, with a uh, throwing percentage at, you know, 80%, 90%? Like what? And if you do that, they expect you to do that now for the rest of your career. If you don't do that, what do they say? So it's it's a it's a hard situation for the owners and a hard situation for Colin because he has to perform when he gets back, and that's that's too much pressure on an individual that's been out of the game for four years. I just you know it's like setting someone up for failure, expecting them well, to get into a, a a league that is ultra competitive. And, and and one of the hardest positions to play, whether it's a quarterback or a linebacker, right? But, I mean, if the, you're the brains of that uh, uh, defense and offense. Here, here, The interesting thing about Kaepernick through this entire process is he has not been very visible. It's not that he's not working behind the scenes. I give him credit. He's not just talking the talk. He's walking the walk. But he ha- we haven't seen a lot of Colin Kaepernick. He made a couple of Nike commercials, but he's not out there speaking a lot. You know, he's a lot of what he's doing is behind the scenes. He's been putting money. So he's walking the walk. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he's not with the cause that he professes. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, again, the idea that if, if the Vikings were to sign Kaepernick, like tomorrow, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, and we have a press conference, and there's Colin Kaepernick. I mean... Do you expect him to go out there and say, you know, hey, the, the this violence must end in Minneapolis? Does, I mean, does he have that? Is there anybody out there, do you believe, that is in a position where they can simply state words and stop this violence from happening? 
Is there anybody that anybody in this in this world that has the ability to put violence to rest simply by stating we need to end this? Well, I don't think putting violence to rest because violence has been since the beginning of time. Right. But to to really instead of condoning or massaging different situations that's going on in our in our life this day and time, uh, I think the president. I, I think uh, these different types of um, uh, high level. Uh, uh, politicians. I think, you know, um, and it's not just about to be the black ones. I'm talking about the white ones, right? I'm talking about those different people to walking together. So when you see these different types of racist situations that's going on, you're holding people accountable. You're not saying these these are good people. You're not saying this, that, whatever. You're not, whether it's, you know, white supremacy, whatever it is that's going on. That, you that's think all politicians this- seriously have any clout anymore? Well, it's not about the politicians. I'm just talking about, like, listen, because people listen to celebrities. Right. Do right? they? Well, yeah, they do. They, they're influenced by celebrities. A lot of the people that are what? So you, if LeBron James, who's the biggest sports celebrity out there, he can only base say but so much. He's black. We're talking about the the the, the our, our our brother. So Tom and Brady. Sister. Yes, those type of people need to really stand up and say, you know what? We won't give you business. We won't do this. We won't do that until you guys are are. Can you you can police police about these certain things or just people in general? Well, Michael somebody, Jordan was not about that. I mean, no no bigger star on the planet, sh- and he should be. But he said, look, I don't want to be political. I don't don't want to be a role model. I don't want to do it. I'm a business guy, and I want to make as much money as I can. Well, that's, again, so now you have to live with these consequences that's going on, Mm -hmm. right? You can tweet all you want. What is the legacy of Michael Jordan? Bigger name people need to step up when it comes to this, right? It's just it's just what it is. What is in your opinion? What is the bigger legacy of Michael Jordan? What he performed as a basketball player, or a wasted opportunity as a worldwide figure to do more uh, to help people in the community? I don't know what Mike has done for the community. Right, well, he, He's uh, given out checks. That's what he does. Right, but I don't know. I see, Truthfully, I don't really know what Mike has done. Mike has always been a good person to me and taught me, especially my rookie year, but but he's made it clear he doesn't. He's apolitical. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to any way damage the popularity of his brand. Like we have to ask ourselves why. Why are you like this as an individual when it was the the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Tiger Woods was the same the, way. The, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Jim Browns, the Muhammad Ali's that stood up for you, so you can be able to have contracts. Yeah. So and and by to- the way, he said, "Fine, I'm, that's great. That's Muhammad Ali. He made his choice. I make mine." Yeah. Listen to each his own. To each his Do own. You hold so it against have- him. Do I hold it? No, I don't. I, I don't take. I, you are who you are. Like I said before, I cannot stop another person for expressing their feeling. Mm-hmm. That's not what I can do. Yeah. Now, when it comes to disrespecting a human being, mm-hmm. whether you white, black, whatever you are, and if I'm in the area, yeah, I'm. It's going to be something said. It's so, so, as simple as that. If we if we sit here and just worry about. Um, just myself, which we're doing as a as a as a nation, right? I think th- that's where the problem lies at, where nothing will get fixed. I think we all should try to step up in any way, shape, or form. You don't have to be loud about it. Mm-hmm. Some people are loud, some people are not, right? So because you're loud and I'm not loud, or because I'm loud and you're not loud, that doesn't mean the message is not being delivered the right way. Some people are just like that. There's different offenses, different decent defenses. It, there's not one that's the best. Mm-hmm. But there are different ways to deliver different messages where there are a certain amount of people who will listen to that. 
and a lot of people are fed up, and I think not just black leaders, but there are white leaders that have black friends and black family members who need to say, okay, this is enough. Let's step up together, put pressure on these people, whoever it is, right? Because uh, that wasn't just, we're talking about one cop. There was four of them. One of them were Asian. Right, and now we have new video that there were actually three cops kneeling on him, yeah. not just one. Three cops kneeling, the Asian guy. However, was there's right also, there. the, the, here, one of the, and again, I, I this is a story that's still developing, obviously. The one thing about the George Floyd tragedy is the time from when he was seated outside of where he was arrested mm-hmm. for, again, trying to pass off a counterfeit $20 bill. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy how this all started. From him sitting there, just sitting there, you know, handcuffed, to all of a sudden these police officers on top of him. Mm-hmm. What what happened in between? We don't know. Um, but do, you, and, and the question is, does it matter? Not as it ended up, it so doesn't that's matter. That's like saying, Steve. That's like saying, you know what? Say he'd say if it was counterfeit money. Say if um, right uh, in between this whole situation from 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 conception until him dying. Uh, there was some words being uh, exchanged, and there was some disrespect between him and the police. Say that. How about if That's there was like some saying, physical resistance? But hold it, hold it. Say, yeah. say this: there's a there's there's a girl, right? Who she's getting ready to go out at night, yeah. And she's wearing a mini skirt, mm-hmm. and she's flirtatious, and she drinks. Does that mean you're supposed to do inappropriate things to that female because no. you think no, just I, because I, she, I understand? No, that's the I'm same not thing. Condoning no, it, no, but you, you do understand. No, not you. I'm talking about general public how they think. I understand, but you also understand how our justice system works. I mean, when you have the attorney general talking about that, there's a certain when we talk about violence, you and I do someone. To due to George Floyd, what they we saw in video, we straight to jail. We're on murder charges immediately. Mm-hmm. Not no questions asked. Right. But a police officer is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a certain privilege. There is a certain privilege, and obviously we see and too many police officers th- take advantage of that privilege. And in there's a, wrong a lot way. of scared police officers that yeah. that think the right way, but they are scared to let it out because there's a community. For those guys, just like it's a fraternity for basketball players, mm-hmm. it's like a fraternity for whatever it is, yeah. this secret society that we all have. There's there's a certain fraternity and you will be exiled. Right. And and I, I don't remember what this one cop was going on. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Uh, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I do want to get back to the new norm as we are now very close to the restart of our sports calendar. What's it going to look like for the fan? We're going to tell you coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hi, we are 39 seconds away from launch, by the way. Although we're apart these days, we're Sherry Moore and Geico. Sherry Moore, too, with the Geico Giveback. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. We are go for launch of SpaceX. Here it is. This is it. First time in nine years. At a Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Are you watching this, Katina? Here it is. This is historic, man. This is happening any second right now. The two astronauts are sitting there. All right. There it is. It, the liftoff. The liftoff. There it is. Ah, oh, this brings back memories. It's amazing. It really is amazing. I've never seen one of these launches. I've had friends that have in person. They say it's just so loud. Look at that. There it is. Exciting, right? Woo! Into space we how, go. How long do you think they'll be out there? I don't know. What is the uh, Iowa Sam? You seem to know a lot about. Do you know anything about this mission? I mean, they're not... I think this is more of a launch really mission for these two astronauts. Obviously, the game plan. That, do you understand how this works? If you have not been familiar with this, this will return to Earth and land. 
basically as it took off. I mean, it's incredible how they have designed uh, these new rockets uh, and how they perform. Obviously, we go back to the uh, shuttle missions and how reusable they were in that entire process. Uh, President and vice president are both there watching the launch as we're about a minute and a half into the launch. I don't know. It, 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 there's so many different things going on in our country right now, right? I and mean, we're just in this crossroads. We have a pandemic. We have violence in the streets right now in the George Floyd situation. And now we look into the skies and the first launch on U.S. soil into space in nine years. So 12 minutes after liftoff, the Crew Dragon will be released to fly on its own. It's scheduled to arrive at the International Space Station about 19 hours later. Right, There's, and how long are they going to be there? They, that exact return date will be determined later. Okay. Uh, weather conditions are a factor. What, what's the average, though? Like for them, you know. Well, I mean, some of the there. other, when we talk about the Soyuz missions, as you know, basically we've had to pay tens of millions of dollars to Russia to hitch a ride for our astronauts to go to the space station. And now that we can launch our own astronauts there, it's a whole different ball game. Um, and obviously, the the long term plans. Our current president is very big on the space program, and he would like to get back to the moon. He would like to have a mission to Mars. There is something about, you know, launching satellites or any kind of mission unmanned, as opposed to actually having our fellow human beings. Uh, in these, I mean, oh, it's the final frontier. <laughs> well, we don't know a that. lot of Star Trek references. Yeah, that, today. I was gonna say that 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 is a star. Maybe not the final frontier. I, be, I believe in that stuff, guys. Yeah. Well, I, again, getting anything's back to anything's possible. Yeah, it, you're right. Absolutely. But anything is possible. I'm talking about Star Trek. But anything is possible <laughs> if you if there with a but there's always the element of risk. And as we watch this uh, launching right now at the same time, getting back to the risk of the sports fan. By the way, this week, I ventured into three different restaurants uh, in the San Diego area. So I was off this week, uh, and I actually went to three separate restaurants. Have you been to a restaurant yet? No. So I went to three of them. I had a lunch there, I had a dinner there, and I had a breakfast. Three different, three different meals. Um, you go in and you have your mask on. So you had some, you had to wait sort of outside to be seated. Obviously social distancing was adhered to <laughs> one of them was a little bit strange. So I was sitting across from someone mm-hmm. and we we're getting to our table and the table was, was a slightly rectangular table and it was seemed to be long way toward us right. and it was movable. So we just sort of turned the table so that we had a little more room to sit, right, you know, right, naturally. Right, right, right. Now, we're not moving where we're sitting. We're just turning the table around. The woman comes over with her mask on. She goes, no, no, you have to have the table the other way. And we're saying, why? She said, distancing. And she was pointing to our left. The next table was at least 15 feet away from us. And, oh, by the way, there was no one sitting there. And, of course, as I reminded her, turning the table doesn't change where we're sitting. We're sitting in the exact same spot. So there was a little level of paranoia. 
But as I'm sitting in this restaurant experience, now I'm trying to project it to getting back to stadiums and arenas for these sporting events. Um, I've gone into places now where they've taken the temperature to the head. Did that. Have you done that yet? No. Yeah, so I've done that also. So I'm getting a little taste of what it might be like to go back to a, a NBA game or a Major League Baseball game or an NFL game. And I'm thinking to myself, is everyone ready for this? Because this is what's going to happen, folks. It's going to happen. Now, once once I'm dining, you know, sitting there eating, everything's normal, right? right. Food comes out. Food's great. Uh, and you sit down, you eat. And then after you're done, you put your mask back on and you leave. You think you're ready for that if you go to a game? Yeah. The full, uh, you know, limited seating, taking the temperature, wearing a mask. I don't know how the food's going to be served. I mean, my guess is, <laughs> no, here's here's how it's going to work. I'm, I'm going to guess this way. You'll have like a buzzer. In other words, if you order something, then they will buzz you when your order is ready. That way, one at a time, you will go up, get your food, come back, and then the next person will get buzzed and so on and so forth to avoid lines. Or maybe they'll have limited lines, again, six feet apart. Are you? Is that entice you to go to a sporting event knowing some of the inconveniences that will be necessary to get fans back to these arenas and stadiums? No. People need each other. Ah, you're so right. Seriously. People, we're social creatures. We're social creatures. We are people, not. We need each other. Even when you're an introvert, you mm. want to be around people. <laughs> you may not want to talk, but you still want to be around people. Rarely do you see a person that just wants to be by themselves. Maybe after so many times of like emotional exhaustion or, or it's too much of being around people, maybe you want to be alone. But the majority of the time, people want to be around other people. Yes. I like my private time, but even I admit, you know, when you have... Too much of it, boy, it, it can get a little, uh, that's a great point right there. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's find out what's trending right now as he is uh, marveling. Now we're seven minutes into this launch America mission here. You get excited uh, about this? Oh, yeah, light that candle up, man. Yeah, look at that. Look at the cameras that got set up on the SpaceX. We're going to do big, uh, Big L for flat earthers right now. Yeah. visuals we're seeing. <laughs> well, we're only seeing one side. You know, uh, even when we or- orbited the Earth, the, the, the flat... Isn't it, wait, Kyrie. Kyrie's a flat Earther, yeah, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's a flat Earther. Yeah. But, I mean, we're looking at the Earth right here. You can see it's not flat. Well, he calls that like a picture. That's kind of like uh, Photoshopped. <laughs> okay, all right. And they're traveling about, they're traveling uh, about 20,000 miles per hour right now. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Amazing. What a it, shot. Look at that. Good stuff. Ugh. Would you uh, would you fly one of those suckers if you had a chance? No. 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 I miss my daughter too much. Man. And my sons. I don't know. This is a different breed. I mean, when you read back to the original Mercury, Gemini, Apollo missions, yes. you talk about flying by the seat of their pants. I, I actually had the good fortune of spending time with Buzz Aldrin. Oh, man. And... Um, <laughs> He described him and Neil Armstrong landing on the moon. Yeah. So they're in this lunar module, right? And there are no seats because of the weight. They had to reduce the weight. And so they're standing in this thing. Mm -hmm. And they've already overshot their landing spot. And Neil Armstrong is, you know, manning the controls. And Buzz said, I'm standing there. And we got this countdown that we can hear on how much fuel we have left before we have to get this thing down. 
and they're like 45 seconds. And he's trying to find, they see rocks everywhere. We got to land this thing flat. And he's just hovering around. No emotion at all. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. And Buzz says they get down like 30 seconds and he's not going to say anything. But he's like, get this MFR down. <laughs> 20 seconds. You know, they're just hovering. And then finally, Neil Armstrong sees a spot, and he just basically, 10, they got to get this thing down. And they get it down. The right I stuff. mean, this is a different level of human being. I don't know how they did it. They just did it. Crazy stuff. 27,000 miles per hour right now. Yeah. Crazy stuff. That is unbelievable. It's an amazing. This What what this does, though, it, it shows you what man can accomplish. Yes. And that brings us back to our social situations and everything else. The idea of can't just doesn't operate. We can. We just got to put our minds to it. Oh, and Steve, I, I just saw something unfortunate on another screen. It looked like Wendell Clark just scored. Man. No. <laughs> The 1993 Campbell Conference Finals. Look at right you. Game seven, though. Oh my! Gretzky's hat trick. Were you, you? I mean, you were working obviously. During we that were time. the Kings Station. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this but, was unbelievable when they like, beat the Maple like, Leafs in the Western Conference you, you Finals. You like Lemieux, right? No. Well, no. I my thing was, and Wayne knows this if he's listening, because I've had the good fortune. Wayne Gretzky is one of the nicest superstars, you, humble you will ever meet in your life. Dude. I was on a plane ride but with the best, but he never won a Stanley Cup as an LA King. So I always play the anti Gretzky. Oh boy! Like where are the cups? Wow. Ninety three was an amazing run, and uh, we were the Kings flagship. So I was part of that. But when they won that seven-game series Western Conference Final, to get to the Stanley Cup Final, Who was the most important? You told me that. You said this not too long ago. Mark Mark Messier. Mark Messier. Yeah. Messier because, you know, he ended up winning, first of all, the Cup two years after Gretzky left the Oilers with the Oilers, and then, of course, four years later with the Rangers. So there you go. To be fair, though, he didn't win the Conn Smythe that year. That was Bill Ranford. So that's right. Anyways, um, guys, uh, some NBA talk. Uh, the league's planning on a, a vote Thursday, but the league's board of governors with the owners expected to approve Commissioner Adam Silver's recommendation on a format to restart the season at some point in July. Looking to be taking place at Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex there in Orlando, Florida. Arizona Diamondbacks have laid off or furloughed about one quarter of the team's employees, but they will pay their minor league players to the end of June. College football, Florida sophomore tailback Lorenzo Lingard received a waiver from the NCAA. It's going to allow him to play this upcoming season. Ohio State's basketball player, Seth Towns, was detained by local police officers at a protest last night. School confirmed it. He was never arrested, but did refuse to comment after he was detained. Fellas, that thing is still humping around right I'm now. telling you, it's watching f- this, I mean, it's so amazing now. What? Everything's been modernized. The new sort of uh, space center and everything else as opposed to the the old archaic Houston uh, Space Center, yeah. which, by the way, I visited several times, and it looked like it did in 1961 uh, all the way to the end. Everything is modernized. We're watching live right now. We're seeing everything as it's actually happening with the astronauts and uh, – it's crazy stuff, well, man. This you know, is like amazing. In a, te- in a television studio, you have a technical director, you have graphics, yep. you have sound, you have an engineer, you have what all, all the bells and whistles. But there, I mean, you got a man, a woman on every little different gadget, obviously, to monitor. Ah. It's it's wild. It is awesome, though. 
This is this. It's hard to not watch this. It really is. This is amazing stuff. All right, David. Thank you very much. Once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven Auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. In a lot of ways, you know, what we're watching right now with the launch of SpaceX is a diversion from more serious matters in this country. Same thing with sports. Sports is a necessity. It really is. Sports is part of human nature, Katino, and has been from the beginning of time. Running, jumping, whatever Fact. it is. I Fact. mean, it's a, it's a, sports is part of human nature. This is what we do, sports. Uh, and we miss it, and we really need it. And we're going to get it from the NBA. The NBA season is going to resume. The final format of the resumption of the season will be on Thursday. Uh, and the best guess is, based on the trust that seemingly have with the players and owners, as far uh, players and the owners, as far as Commissioner Adam Silver is concerned, is we're going to get some kind of 22-team format where six teams, along with the 16 teams that are currently in playoff positions, will be added into some manner to finish off the regular season. Um, Getting back to the fans, though, the format is for no fans. They're going to finish off this season in a quarantine environment down at the Disney Complex in Orlando, where if you make it to the NBA Finals, you're going to be for three months. And we've gone all through all of that, but... Moving forward, as far as fans are concerned, is this going to create a bigger demand for fans to be in these arenas or stadiums? Or do you believe that we have now, I'm not going to say brainwashed, but we've been adjusted to the thought that that isn't necessarily the best idea to have massive gatherings of people all in the same place? I think it's your choice, right? I think um, if if you're willing to um, expose yourself, uh, again, I, it's not for me to to say. Uh, I, do I want fans in the stands for the players? Because I was once a player, and I think what drives me not only is the sport that I love, but the fans that are against me and for me. Um, would you want to get – I'll ask you about the NBA because it's a unique situation. Would you like to get fans off the court, those courtside seats? Do you think that that's something No, I mean that's needs listen, to be eliminated? No, it just uh, – listen, you're closer to people at a supermarket right now than when you're on the court with, yeah, but, with a fan. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean uh, – well, I, but, but, we but I mean, you're good. Okay. Well, I don't know if we can get back to normal. I mean, listen, again, people are saying that this we, is the new 9/11, normal. 9-11, we got back to normal. There's things that happened in this world. But that world. wasn't a virus. You had to travel, didn't you? Every single day you're traveling. Every The Boston Marathon, the bombing. Yes. You're jogging every single Anything can happen. Okay. Well, that, this gets back to that four-letter word, risk. Every day is a risk as right, you venture you, into let me tell the you world. You don't know if you're going to make the shot unless you take the shot. That's my mm-hmm. that's my my philosophy in basketball. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting here scared every single day and waiting for someone on TV who actually lies, whoever mm-hmm. that is, this is on TV, doctors, lawyers, politicians, whatever, if you're waiting for them to tell you it's okay, you'll be waiting until you pass away. 
You have to just take the chance. That's all you can do. But to sit here, when do people think, okay, so they say, okay, it's a cure or it's a, it's, it's a spray or it's just that whatever. That's when you're going to sit there and start taking masks off? Well, first of all, a vaccine is not a great. cure. People, whatever, again, vaccine. I'm saying whatever yeah. it is. Right. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How do I know you got one? You, you going you gonna to show me while, while I hug you? you gonna... <laughs> well, we never thought about these things before. I mean, were you ever really concerned getting it out on the uh, basketball floor about uh, this person? Were they carrying a disease? Uh, this per- were you ever, did that thought ever cross your mind? Ever. It might now. Well, d- yes, because when you're dealing in your 20s and you are a wild boy, a wild girl, um, and you grew up in, in, a, in, a, in a more of a epidemic of HIV, where mm-hmm. right, where for me, uh, being an athlete and in my twenties, you know, you you do little silly stuff with different people, and you don't know what is going on, right? Like with different women, whatever it is. I'm just talking about in general. People, there's things that people just don't know that another person carries, have this, that, whatever, mental illness, whatever it is, and they still function. But we have violence for people that do not wear masks. I actually had a friend the other day. He's a big guy, right? And he said he went into some store and he just wasn't wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. There were maybe there was maybe another. It wasn't mandatory. He didn't say on the door mask only. Mm-hmm. So he goes in and now he's just in line to check out. Mm-hmm. And everyone didn't seem to be fine except for one woman, mm-hmm. and she came screaming over, screaming like a banshee. You're gonna kill us all, and he's looking at her now. You what, know, what, lady, you know, a, a older white lady did that to me. Yeah. I was riding a bike, and I have a um, it's a twin bike. Well, not a twin bike, but it's like my daughter's uh part of the bike is on right. the back of my bike. So we ride all around, 15 miles. We do that uh, usually twice a week. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, my daughter had a helmet on, and I didn't have my helmet on. Whatever it is, um, and this older lady, she says. You're setting a bad example for her. You should be ashamed of yourself. And I looked at this lady, yeah. and because she was older, yes. I just, the respect of my grandmom, yeah. you know, God rest their souls, both of my grandmothers. You just clipped her with I the just, bike. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just jumped off the bike and did my Jimmy Superfly snooker, and boom. <laughs> but no, I'm just no, like- No, but I mean, like, this is going to be the whole thing. I mean, let's say you have the ring, maybe people are taking their mask off. You know, and they don't want to put their mask on. All of a sudden, we get a little screaming. I mean, ah, very frustrating. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. So what is the ultimate NBA decision going to be? Because next Saturday, we're going to know the answer. We're going to tell you. Coming up next. Well, we have two astronauts in space right now. First ever launching a SpaceX, and so far, so good. And we're getting to sit there, thumbs up from the astronauts that they're heading to the space station. Great I mean, stuff. Great how stuff. How cool is that? A private company pairing with NASA. Right. And this is I mean, what that was is just, necessary. It was necessary. It what, really was. Uh, and it's been nine years since we have launched astronauts from U.S. soil and Never again are we going to depend on Russia to have to buy a ticket on the flight there. That's what this means, assuming that this entire mission will be a success. Uh, Once again, we are coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And I'd like to thank uh, Iowa Sam, who got excited. So what do you think about a a Denise uh, Oatmeal Raisin cookie? 
I'm looking for the sequel. Uh, oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal raisin. Don't you dare say anything wrong. Did you mean to say oatmeal chocolate chip, Catino? No. <laughs> were you thinking That's the raisin want... and the chocolate chip? No, like, she can oatmeal, do both. I want oatmeal raisin. How about raisin and chocolate chip? I can't raisin. No, I, want with my, no... I want my own oatmeal raisins. Okay, oatmeal well, raisins. We'll, we'll do both. We'll do Jeez, both. We'll please. do both. Can Healthier for you, I guess. Uh, how about David Gascon? Any preference there? Is he, he on wants mic? mint. Yeah, I want some. Yes. You want a mint? All right, what kind of? All right, you know now she's going to do everything. How about you, Gavin? I like a good macadamia nut. Macadamia nut. Gavin's on a on a good diet this right is now. True. So I've been doing really we, good lately. I should yeah, pass yeah. mine off to yeah. Sam. Well, and maybe first rich. of all, hold on. Like an egg cookie is not going to kill. It's not <laughs> going to help it's either. Not, it's not one cookie. Well, I, I, everyone yeah, had one two. cookie starts a everyone two had now, a snowball. Now me, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. So Rich had four cookies. The three of you each had two. Is that correct? Yeah, Rich did that sandwich and thing then right think, in front of our face. And then really I insulting. think that uh, Mike Harmon had a cookie and Vince yeah. had a cookie, no, right? No, Harmon had a half because he wanted to save it for the oh. rest of Cookies! Of and yeah, Vince I had know a I had, I, Me and Sam had two. Yeah. Sam didn't breathe between his two. That was the difference. I don't think I had. Well, I didn't. I saw him nurture the first cookie. The second one, you literally inhaled. That one I saw. I had to eat it so that no one could take it. That barely the the time from the your fingertips to your the bottom of your stomach was a fraction of a second. It's crazy. You know why? uh, Quickly, you know why those Mm -hmm. uh, space shuttles coming back into Earth's orbit need you know they need special heat protectors. Of course, or else it'll just evaporate. That's basically the cookie going into my mouth. (laughs) It's just burning up into nothing. Yes. Yes. It's like, it's like date night. All right. All right. So I've got a lot yeah, on the list. I'll, I'll tell Denise when I get back to the place. <sighs> yeah. She has a lot to fill. All right. She'll try it all. All right. Uh, so we like to project a week. So next week uh, will be January, uh, June 6th. June 6th will be a week from today. And we will know the definitive answer on what the NBA's plans are to finish the night, uh, 2019-2020 season. So, <clears throat> what do you believe they're going to do? Are they going to go 22 teams? Are they going to go 20 teams? Or are they just going to go with the 16 teams that are currently in playoff position? Uh, you know, I don't know, but I, I think 20 teams is is more than enough, right? Um, the the whole 22, t- to me, it's just a waste. It's uh, uh, 20-something wins. Come on, man. Just 20 teams. Let's go there. You know, get right into this so this uh, whole thing can get over with and, and, and we can go into the next season halfway on time. So, again, the the plan is, and it really comes down to the Western Conference. So, in the Western Conference, the top seven teams, Dallas is at number seven at 40 and 27. There is a seven-game difference between the seventh seed and the eighth seed, which is Memphis. And then there's another three-and-a-half games before you get down to the Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs. Those four teams are all divided by just half a game. Should they be allowed into the party? Because remember this, the more teams you invite, that means more players have to be sequestered, all the supporting cast has to be sequestered, and everything else. More testing has to be done. I want to see Memphis in, and I, I don't I don't mind seeing Portland and New Orleans kind of battling it out. But I want to see Memphis in. Memphis is well. Memphis is in right now. Right, the question is, would you want to see? Is it fair to get Memphis knocked out by one of these other teams? No, because I think John Morant has, has done such an amazing job so far in what he has presented. You know, and, and to have him get knocked out, it's just not fair. 
Well, the good news is no matter what they decide on Thursday, we will have an NBA season resume. Good news. More to come on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.